Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans, and welcome to uh, this Wednesday's edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Kara Slay, and today I am joined by my producer, Kehlani DeLuna, and uh, my co-hosts, Audrey Pasillas and Taylor Quinn. We've got a fun-filled episode planned today where we'll talk about Texas State sports, but before we jump in, let's throw it to Taylor for a quick word from our sponsor. Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Okay, so as you could tell by the names, it's... It's your girls, you know, the regulars <laughs> on the Wednesday show. I know we love these uh, Woman Wednesday episodes, but let's get started with San Marcos men's basketball, the Rattlers. They're currently six and three, and they won against Central Catholic 70 to 61. Um, just a question for y'all. So looking beforehand, the Rattlers team last season had an overall 38-9 win-loss stat with 9-1 in their district. So they were first in their district. So coming off of that season high, going last season with a 27 win streak, win streak, sorry, and competing in state, which the Rattlers did lose, how do y'all think they'll perform this season? So to be honest with you, you know, the Rattlers had a big three last season, you know, our very own Caden Gums, Malik Presley, are, are starting to and it's kind of hard as a team to find a rhythm once you get those stars that are leaving and so I feel like after the Bobcats win last night I mean I'm sorry not the Bobcats Rattlers <laughs> Rattlers <JK. laughs> go Rattlers um it's it's good to see that they can perform without these because they need time to grow develop and yeah that's uh, Taylor? <laughs> I mean, the Rattlers did have a great run last season. A lot of talent on that team. Like you said, Caden Gums, who's at Texas State now. Malik Presley was at Vanderbilt. Javen Colfer, like, that team was just on fire last season. This season does look a lot different. Last year, they had nine senior seniors on their team. So it's a brand new team this season. What I do want to say, they were first in district. I miss when um, San Marcos was in a district with, like, Westlake and Lake Travis because I just feel like it was more highly competitive. And if you look at Lake Travis right now, they're ranked number 23 in the nation overall. So I just wish that San Marcos was back in a district where they, like, had more competition. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wasn't really around when that happened last season, but I am around this season. So I do want to point out some team leaders from this past game. Donovan Riddick, he had 16.1 per game. Just, oh my gosh, excuse me. So sorry. Josiah Holman, 7.3 rebounds per game. Cash good. I talked about this guy a couple uh, BCRs <laughs> ago. He has such a cool name, by the way. 7.1 assists per game, 1.9 steals per game. And Josiah Holman, once again, 1.1 blocks per game. I'm really excited to see this team. I've yet to go to a San Marcos High School boys basketball game. I'm really excited. They scored 66.9 points per game. Compared to Central Catholic, 
Uh, they took the dub. That's all that matters. <laughs> I mean, what can we expect from them this coming game? Yeah, I mean, so they play their next game December 1st, which is this Friday, against San Antonio Roosevelt High School, who's currently 3-6 to six in their season. So definitely, like, two opposites right now. Um, I think that the Rattlers have a lot of pressure coming off from last season because I know that they had a lot of seniors, correct, yeah, last, nice. se- yes. last season. <laughs> so now, like Kehlani mentioned, it's going to get a while to get into that groove, you know. Um, and... They're definitely holding up the sports title as far as San Marcos High School, considering their football season. <laughs> I mean, uh, so it's real. it's a lot, a lot of pressure on some high school teenage boys. It's like, that you comeback know? for real. Yeah, they're they're really seeking out that win for San Marcos High School and putting San Marcos basketball back up there for yeah. sure. Another, another no, thing about it. this team though is they're a lot smaller, a lot yeah. smaller than last mm-hmm. season. You know, they have like 5'11", 5'4", 5'9", so definitely a lot of smaller players, so yeah. I, I would like to see how they do when they when they compete against teams in their districts, you know, like New Braunfels and East Central. So. Yeah, and like Texas State men's basketball, they're all like the the smallest one is 5'11". Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's kind of crazy. Like, all of them are, like, 6 foot... 6'10 was the tallest that I saw. It's kind of crazy. But... That, that's right. Uh, off air, we were talking about it. There's a... Taylor mentioned there's a 6'6 tallest player. He's actually 6'8. And it is senior Ori Williams. Just to come back to what Karis said right now. Isn't that he, the football w- he played football yes. for San exactly. Marcos High School, too. He was no when was I stood great. when I w- worked one of the San Marcos football games. I, he was like standing right next to me, huge. Like that is a he's a big guy, bro. <laughs> I want to walk past that man and be like, ah. he is. Shout out to Osmar. Every time we saw him, like these past like games football, we were just like, <gasps> like okay. I'm seeing a celebrity right now. Like it is insane. Yeah. Okay, so I'm moving sorry. on to Texas State men's basketball, who are currently three and four in their season. They play. University of Texas, which is 16th in the nation at Moody Center in Austin at 8 p.m. Okay, Audrey. (laughs) And UT is five and one in their season, and Texas State is, like I said, three and four. Um, What are our predictions for this game? What should we expect to (laughs) see from the Texas State players? I know (laughs) that Kehlani is excited to talk about this. Take the floor. This game. Woo! This is going to be, whoa, I'm scared. Can I, I can say that on air. I'm scared for this game. I don't know what to expect. Don't give me score predictions. I just know that, okay, we talked about this Monday BCR, but this team, our Texas State team, we have a lot of injured players right now. Like, let's be real. Like, we have our starting point guard. Some people are out. Don't get, it, don't get me wrong. Brandon Love, double-double. Christian Turner, you know, hitting double digits. Josh O'Garo, period. They're doing it. Period, poo. But um, Kaden Gumps, too. Shout out freshman. Mm-hmm. He's getting his minutes in. Dude, shout out to snaps. him because mm-hmm. he's killing it. Not a red over. shirt freshman, but exactly. yes. a freshman <laughs> starter. Freshman Kaden mm-hmm. Gumps. This game is going to be very interesting just to see how Big 12. Yes. Yes. Right, Big yes. 12. I got you, girl. How they can compete with a Big 12 team. We know earlier in the season, like, Three weeks ago, they played Oklahoma. So I'm excited to see. It might be a rough patch, but I know they're going to go out there and fight. So, yeah, any, anyone else? I think this is going to be a great experience for Texas State to be able to compete against a school as good as UT. You know, they have Dylan Mitchell, who is an absolute beast this season, Tyrese Hunter. And this is this is a great opportunity. The 
UT is coming off a huge win against Wyoming, but Texas State is also coming off a win. But I think the most important thing is they just got to play aggressive and, you know, don't think, oh, it's UT, you know, ranked number 16. Just go in there, be confident, and keep doing what you're doing and treat it like any other game. I definitely agree. I mean, looking at the history between UT and uh, yeah. Texas State, it, it's pretty, pretty rough. Bad. All I'm seeing are red dots here. But, I mean, look, the last time we met was in 2020 to 2021 season. You know, that was COVID season. We took an L. It was 53 to 74. <laughs> but that, that, was at, that was in Austin. The last time I believe I'd found this out yesterday the last time uh texas state beat ut was in 2004 2004, bro that was 18 19 years ago yeah that's insane that was like (laughs) almost 20 almost almost 20 20. let's run it off to 20 at this point 20 years ago they beat you know the longhorns so going into this matchup i feel like you know it's definitely going to be a match that you want to watch you know because honestly texas state has been popping off ut's been popping off whatever it's going to give Texas State that exposure that they really need. Like, coming back off of a loss from Oklahoma, you know, another Big 12 school, right? Correctly, yeah. if I'm wrong. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm yes. like, yes. yeah. And then, like, a, <laughs> the rivalry or whatever that we have against UTSA, you know, dub there. It's going to be really cool. I'm really excited. I'm going to be going to this game, so I can definitely give you all the stats when I can. But I'm going to hand it off to my host. Yeah, Um. just real quick, I think that this will be a fun game to watch. And I think Brandon Love is going to perform his best game on Thursday. Also, Same he with has 20 career, 23 career blocks starting this yeah. season. Yeah. And, and also Caden Gums. I mean, Brandon Love has the highest points on the team with 77 total this season. But Caden Gums, the freshman from San Marcos, is not far behind him with 75 points. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to play a good game. I think they're going to fight till the end. But, you know, we'll see. As a sports lover, as a sports fan, I love to see this these kind of games but we are going to take a little break and when we come back we will discuss our tuesday tally and later we will talk about texas state volleyball so don't go anywhere you're listening to bobcat radio on ktsw 89.9 welcome back to this wednesday episode of bobcat radio we are going to take a look at our tuesday tally and while audrey's getting the results i'll tell you what it was so the question was will san marco oh sorry just kidding. SMU. SMU, I'm sorry. Take the win tomorrow at volleyball, or will Texas State move on to the next round? So our results were? They are. I do want to mention my little cute little answers, though. The <laughs> options were, like Kara said, SMU is taking Texas State to the floor, or Texas State will show SMU how to two-step. 95% went to Texas State will show SMU how to two-step. 5%, I don't know where that came from. Let's be real. Uh, 5% to SMU, SMU is taking Texas State to the floor. Okay. So if you didn't hear Monday's BCR or haven't been looking at NCAA volleyball, Texas State got the bid to go into NCAA. We're that is crazy because we haven't because the Texas State hasn't dancing. been since 2020. They are going dancing and they perform tomorrow at 4 p.m. to start the NCAA play. And you can listen to it here on KTSW 89.9, where Joey Gonzalez and I will have the opportunity to call this game. Oh yeah, which is a big big deal. So. Like I said, they play against SMU, who is number seven within the seed of the bracket. And SMU is 25-6 in their season, while Bobcats are 20-9. and nine. So what are y'all's predictions for this game? <clears throat> <laughs> we know that 
our Bobcats, Texas State, we can compete with these big schools. Like, oh, absolutely. We bring this game. We bring this game up every time we talk about volleyball, but we beat Houston. Like we we're shown. We know that we can play with these big teams. We have. I everyone's pretty much healthy, right, Karis? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, KJ has a a knee brace yeah. on. She had it and, on at Coastal Carolina, but she is still playing. She's on. I will fire. say it would. It does like as watching volleyball, it does restrict her movements yeah. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's been doing great. Yeah. So you know we can play with these big schools. You know we found our rhythm throughout the season. This is why we obviously got punched into this NCAA tournament, and I'm excited. Bobcats, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a good game tomorrow. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it'll be a close match. Going back to what Karis said, how this is the first time the Bobcats have been in the tournament since 2020. This is the first time SMU has been in the tournament since 2016. So it's definitely been a few years since both of these schools have gotten experience in the NCAA tournament. But you know, SMU is riding a 15 game win streak right now, which mm. which I don't think Texas State should worry about. I think that team has a lot of grit, a lot of determination, and they're not going to go down without a fight. You know, they've been starting redshirt freshmen, Samantha Wunchalot, and three sophomores. So I think I think they have a lethal a lethal set of players that can definitely get the job done. I'm really excited to see this because I bring it up every time we talk about Texas State volleyball. This is such an electric team, and it's such like like kind of like a brand new team too. I understand there's like a lot of new players, a lot of new faces, new roster and everything. So it's going to be really interesting seeing them going uh, go up against, what ranking did you say they were at? They were as number seven, seven seed in the bracket. Seven number seven seed in the bracket. Like in the bracket, SMU. not the, in the whole. Bracket, yeah. It's <laughs> just, just the, the bracket. bracket. Let's just say the bracket. But it's going to be really interesting. I'm really excited just to see like players we were just talking about right now, KJ Johnson, you know, Samantha Wunsch, her being a red, uh, redshirt freshman, being able to do this at like a freshman level, going dancing you know what I mean big deal huge congratulations to them and I'm really excited to see this yeah so I'm so excited to talk about this so (laughs) I went I went to the volleyball practice for Texas State and they looked like a team they're happy they're excited to play they're ecstatic you know they were shocked by the end of the brackets they were just like you know, we, at that point, we were like, they weren't called to like almost the very end. So mm-hmm. at that point, they were really discouraged. And when they saw their names, it was like excitement, electric. It was mm-hmm. so exciting. And I mean, the, like we've said, the Bobcats have proved time and time again that these big opponents are not as big as they seem. When they play together, they are so much better than the opponent. And they can beat SMU with when they put all into their all into this game. And which I have no doubt they they wouldn't like Mm -hmm. they are going to give it their all because you know this is the a lot of them this is their first time going into the ncaa NCAA tournament like they're there to prove themselves but audrey i know you had something to say oh i just wanted to briefly mention the last time the bobcats faced smu was in 2017 season the bobcats lost their three to two but these two sides have never met in the postseason, which is why this is such a huge really big game you know you don't know really what to expect but i mean like I say, stats never lie, baby. But <laughs> yeah, and with Samantha launching KJ's kills with Jade Dupree, Jade Dupree and Bailey Hanner's blocks, they can be unstoppable. Alyssa Ortega's dig. Yes, yeah. uh, like all of it. Like when they work together, and not to mention Ryan Torres's sets are phenomenal. Beautiful. I mean, she won Setter of the Week not once, not twice, but three separate times in the Sun Belt Conference. Love that she woman. knows how to set her hitters and her. I can tell, like, 
Kaylani was an ex volleyball player too. Setting is hard. Like you have uh, so many different sets that you need to perform and different players as well. You have to know your know the girls. You have to have that chemistry to perform those quick sets for the middle block or for the slides. Like you need to know all of that stuff. And I just know, like, KJ Johnson, if y'all don't know, she was a transfer from Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. And coming from a Big 12 to, like, a team like this is so fun. But she also won new Sunbelt Newcomer of the Year. That just shows a lot, mm. like, what she's been doing, killing it on the floor. So I'm excited to see her and keep yeah. dancing. Like, this is so, like, exciting. And she's definitely a player that I want to see, like, just go off in this tournament. Yeah. What about y'all? Who are some players y'all want to see go off? I mean, KJ Johnson, for sure. I'm I'm expecting her to go off. I think Maggie Walsh also. She's been playing great. I think she's going to be... Bailey Hanner, Jade yes. Frey. I think they're all great additions that are going to help out the Bobcats. I think Ryan Torres, for sure. That girl, I love seeing her set. That I do take photos for Texas State Volleyball, by the way. But <laughs> seeing her, and I'm like, yes, give me the content that I need. Like, I love it. So Ryan Torres, her for sure. Alyssa Ortega también. Oh, también, sorry. Whoops. Uh, Alyssa Ortega, too. That would be so fun. She's She was just shy of tennis to per game and has been a consistent presence to the Bobcat attack this season. Ortega also finished out the season as the Bobcats libero. Is that how you say it? Libero. Yes. Where she had 4.04 digs per set and 0.37 aces per, per set. Per set, killing bro. It, Come it. on. Yes. Killing it. She, they are all killing, killing it. it. They, they <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Bobcats, they're number five in the nation for blocks. Like defense, like Block the defensive party. part is so good. Like it, it's a it's defense against offense. Really, I SMU is really good with them, their offensive side. So it's the matter of the defense. And like I said, Jade DeFree and Bailey Hanner, they can put up those blocks. It's Same thing with like too. Sophie Childs as well. Yes, and bro. I mean they those are the lethal three when they're all on the court together at the front row. Oh my gosh! Is you better intense. pray. It, it's <laughs> they're gonna put that ball right back in your face. Yep. So this is just such an exciting game <laughs> and such. Ah, uh, it just gets me it's so wild. I know so you're excited. so really excited to call um, this game tomorrow too. Tomorrow is a busy day for us, like for the Bobcats. Yes, it and, really is. And Texas State men's plays right after them, basically. Yeah. So in Austin, in Austin, right across the state is taking over Austin. I just yeah. don't know what you. Want. So yeah. when when you're done watching volleyball, just go walk go across. Go watch yes. the yes. men's yes. basketball team. And if they, like we said, if they win this game to, uh, tomorrow, they will move on till Friday. Um, so, anyways, yeah, they'll <laughs> face the winner of whoever wins between Texas UT State and A&M. Yeah, yeah. Tex- Texas, that's crazy. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But let's uh, dabble in to a little bit of a national talk, real quick. I know that some of the girls wanted to talk about the NBA. So, and we have our two biggest NBA girlies in here. I'll let you go first. <laughs> All right. Well, in-season tournament quarterfinals are set. Very, very disappointed in the Warriors after losing to the Kings yesterday. That should not have happened. They've already beat the Kings twice this season. They were ahead the whole game, and they end up losing 124-123. The thing with this Warriors team, they gave up a lot of bad fouls, a lot of unnecessary fouls. They turned the ball over way too much, especially in the first quarter alone. They had, like, five turnovers. So, absolutely killed me. And they need a big man. 
I, I can't with the Warriors, all these short players. They they really do need a big man. That's what's killing them. But I think for the quarterfinals in the East, there's the Knicks versus Bucks, yeah. uh, Celtics versus Pacers, and then in the West, Suns versus Lakers and Pelicans versus Kings. So that's what it ended up being, surprisingly. Yeah, I like. I'm still so confused on like this big tournament thing. But uh, Taylor was explaining to me off air. It's about points, and I'm excited. Like the Celtics punch their ticket. Yeah, you can say ticket spot. Acting like they're in the NCAA tournament, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that they got Express. it through. A team or a game that I want to talk about yesterday is the Rockets and the Mavs. Okay. Dylan Brooks oh, is gosh. not my favorite. He, I, I don't know. Like I feel like that was so unnecessary what he did to Luca yesterday. But then I mean, it's also a part of the what game. Do do? Talking mess. <laughs> Here's his foot. Um, what, did he do? what did he do? <laughs> um, he's just. Uh, he I just, just know like, that game was really close when I was looking at my phone. I was like, no, oh uh, my gosh. But that was a good game. Um, I bet it was. It was a really good game. I the know. Rockets need to win an away game. Yeah. This is uh, this is the problem. They can win <laughs> their home games, but they cannot win away a game. Yeah. And I'm this what is frustrating. That what does that oh, say? Right. Oh, right. <laughs> what does that say? All right. I need but, you to. Yeah. <laughs> you're up here. I need you to down here. I've oh. been down here. <laughs> I've been down here. If y'all don't know, Audrey is very short. I'm oh, extremely it's okay. tiny. It's okay. Anyway. We love, we love anyway. it. We love it. Um, I just I just can't believe the Lakers are made it in the season tournament. Dude, Their loss honest, against the 76ers, that was actually horrifying. I was literally talking about this the other day. Like, I feel like they shouldn't have beat. They shouldn't have lost, like you said, to the 76ers. But then I'm like, at the 76ers, who they have been there producing, like, they're, the 76ers are killing it, too, with Joe Embiid and, like, everybody. But I felt like they should have fought more in they, that game. They lost by over 40 points. Exactly. That was LeBron's, LeBron like, biggest loss in his points. career. He had 44 points that night, and they still lost to the 76ers. I don't know what that has to say about LeBron right now, but, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's it's crazy. I just, I can't. I, don't, I have no words for the Lakers right I now. I saw, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I saw a post of uh, LeBron. It said something like, let me look it up really quick. It was like, he, um, 44 points, largest loss of LeBron's career. That's yeah. Did that was, Dude. That's crazy. What? Like, and he's been in the league for 20 years now? Yeah. 20 years? And he's Dude. trying to wait until his son? Like, um, I don't mm-hmm. know. Question mark. Period. Do you think he would play with his son? In, I the feel like in the NBA. I think that's his goal. That's right? his goal. Play with that's his, like, it is. Aww. But, like, I don't know Aww. how but many. Bronny's got to get there first. Exactly. Yeah. Did you see that he was warming up with the USC? Just because did? you're a legacy. You know, like, that, that doesn't mean nothing. You yeah. got to be good. But I don't be know. Humble. I don't know. I feel like he's going to at least do, like, one to two years in the NBA. With Bronny, hopefully. I think that's his ultimate on the goal. Same I think team? after he plays with Bronny. No, absolutely not. I keep seeing like future like projections and like I saw one for the Orlando Magic for Bronny like going first round. I thought that was kinda crazy, but I don't know. And I feel like after him like coming off his injury and his yeah, USC like warming up, obviously he's not gonna go. I feel like he won't go into the twenty twenty four draft. I don't know. I feel like he's gonna have to wait another year, you know? You, you feel me? It'll be interesting. I, I want to see how the rest of the season plays yeah. out and see if like if it's even worth him going to the NBA yet yeah. that soon. But I think he will go if he sees himself getting an opportunity yeah, to get drafted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys. It is not national topic, though. It is a Texas State question. Back, back to Texas State. Back to Texas State. State. Zooming back out. Hit McGrine, whatever. I have a 
very interesting question. I want to know what y'all think about TJ Finley. Because word on the street is that he has two years of eligibility left. Shut up. <gasps> yeah, because it is his fourth collegiate season. Ooh. So he proved that he could start all 12 games like he wanted to. He set program records. He's he's going to graduate uh, soon, right? Like, back up. Pause. All right. So, <laughs> like, do you... Th- okay, wait. Can no, I, because is it his last year. Can I ask something? He started at LSU, correct? Yes, I he went from LSU to, to Auburn. Auburn. But at Dude. Auburn, did he did he redshirt at Auburn? I was like trying to get into this debate yesterday, but I don't remember. Like, so like when he redshirted at Auburn, then he came to Texas State. Like, is that like how that worked out? I have no clue. I'm not exactly this, sure about his eligibility. This el- like eligibility talk, especially because COVID happened. Yeah, so it just, blows like, my mind. That, that is why a it. lot of college athletes are still in college right now. Is because yeah, like, COVID gave them like, yeah. a lot yeah. of really years But here's the thing: is that after this year, I think COVID COVID eligibility is off the table. No, yeah. Like it's going to be gone. So now eligibility like Mr. should be like back Mr. to normal. Like Mr. Frank Harris from UTSA. Well, he's graduating this year, but like seven years in college. Let's seven say, years, yes. bro. That tuition. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, like, but his is also too like injury. I know that. Like, who else? That's crazy. Four years. That's what I'm saying. I just saw that tweet. I think it was like this past weekend when they beat um who did they beat South Alabama. South yeah, South Alabama. Extravagant game. But I saw this tweet and I was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna ask the girlies on air. I want to know what they think because yeah. I think like it would be a horrible thing for TJ to leave after the season, after everything that he's done and everything. But it'd be really cool, too, because, you know, GJ could bring up someone really interesting. Like, yeah. we can use Malik Hornsby a lot more. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. really cool. You'd get a lot of more attention and hype like TJ did. But that's I agree. Audrey yes. and I have, like, talked about this before. TJ Finley, the way that he just moves the ball, right? He <laughs> reminds us of, like, Cam Newton in his prime. Like, I feel I like I'm at a Panthers game exactly, in, like, 2010. Just seeing him move, like, the... the I was going to have to say court the field. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's I gonna would be like, really sad. I would like him to stay. Duh, of course. Like, Bobcats, let's go. But, I mean, Finley chose Texas State for a reason. I'm sure he heard pitches from lots of other schools. He was, you know, deep in the SEC. And I think Coach Kinney definitely convinced him, probably made him feel really confident and let him know that he could run this offense perfectly, which he has been doing this season. So I I hope to see him stay if he can. Yeah, I also would like to say, like, a lot of, like, college players, like, when they, all they do is play their sport – and it's not like a national, like volleyball, for example. Mm-hmm. There's no pro volleyball team. Like there is a, the American team, but it doesn't get a lot of coverage. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and so hopefully soon volleyball will be more accessible for for people. And like we make a, like an American league, like that'd be so much fun, I think. But like they don't know what to do after graduation. They're like, okay, what now? Like, I just coach? Uh, like what, what am I going to do? It, it's just like it, they they're like their whole identity is in that sport and when you it's not like football basketball baseball where you're you're out of luck like a you're like sport. you're out of luck for that but i want to move on to these silly little questions that i have so <laughs> what sport did y'all play in high school if y'all played any um Can i we- did basketball and volleyball that that we makes sense yeah. <laughs> i love that yeah 
I mean, I play. I played soccer. I played a little basketball. I actually got to play with Haley Jones, who's in the WNBA. She went to the same high school as me in California, so what? she plays for the Atlanta Dream now. She's Ooh. really good. She went to Stanford. Period. That's guys. Crazy. You guys should go watch her. It's a good. It's a good women's basketball player to watch. What about you, Miss Audrey? Me, I played softball my whole life. So that's gonna be really interesting next semester. Here we call in the games or whatever. <laughs> yeah, she Sneak is. <laughs> but I played softball my whole life. I loved it. It's it was really sad not being able to come and play here. But I mean, I love watching the Texas State softball team, especially Piper Randolph. Do, yeah. Oh my god, I love that woman, bro. JJ uh, Smith. <laughs> Sorry, I just I love I just love softball. Y'all be ready for that. You're not y'all are gonna hate me next. You semester. won't get just enough know. of her. You will not. What about you, Miss Lay? I used to play volleyball. I was a huge volleyball girl, um, and I still am. And I think it's. Like, talking about the sports that you used to play and, like, seeing them now, like, knowing what you're looking at is just so fun. Like, obviously, like, Taylor and Audrey, they don't know much about volleyball, but I can teach them about volleyball. I don't know much about softball, and Audrey can teach me some softball. Like, I love that aspect and that environment that sports creates. Um, But one little question. How would y'all feel about a beach volleyball team or a swim and diving team at Texas State? Because Sunbelt Conference does sponsor these sports. We just don't have them here. A swim and diving team would be so cool because, like, I was at the rec this morning and the (laughs) pool in there is, like, obviously they would have to build another pool. Yeah, they would need, mm -hmm, like, the olympic size pool. But, like, still, like, I was like, ooh, like a swim team. They could do in the river, too. Practice, right? (laughs) Going down I think a swim team would be so fun. Gonzalez will join the team. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see him at school. Like, I would also feel like the sand volleyball would be like so iconic because like yeah, because we have at Soul Park. Exactly. Like, like beach volleyball would be stuff. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Seeing Sean Hewitt, like maybe Sean Hewitt, like doing it's like beach a volleyball job. would be <laughs> yeah. really cool. That'd be like, really dope. Honestly, yeah. I'm just excited. It's a big difference between the two. I'd love to see. I'd love to see beach volleyball. That would be cool. But obviously, you need facilities that would have to be built for that, and a lot would go into that decision. Okay, so we are at the end of the episode. Miss Audrey, can you do some weather for oh, us? A little weather report, our absolutely. weather woman. Let me put my my meteorologist badge on. All right, y'all. Right now, currently, it is 58 degrees in San Marcos, Texas. It is partly cloudy. The highest today will be 62 degrees. The lowest will be 43. But don't you fear, because that is later on tonight around, I believe, 12 a.m., 1 a.m. So if you are going out tonight... Please be safe. It is going to be really cold. Cloudy conditions will continue all day. Wind gusts are up to 12 miles per hour. It is expected to rain tomorrow, which is going to be really interesting. So y'all be wary of that. Okay. Well, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today's episode. But don't worry. We'll have you covered again on Friday. No, sorry. We do not have a Friday episode. We'll have you covered next Monday um, of Bobcat Radio. And if you enjoyed this episode of Bobcat Radio and want to hear more, then make sure you keep up with us at KTSW Sports on all social media. For Kaylani De Luna, Audrey Pasillas, and Taylor Quinn, I'm Karis Lay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bobcat Radio. Have fun, be kind, and be safe, beautiful people of the world. And you're listening to KTSW 89.9. Now let's get you back to the other side of radio.